0: Welcome to Rome. This is The Bittersweet Life with Katie Sewell and Tiffany Parks. Hello, this is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell. I'm Tiffany Parks. We are here in Rome. We are at Tiffany's apartment. (laughs) Again. Again. Uh, It's a fine spot to sit. Beautiful, sunny afternoon. And today we're going to do sort of a mishmash. Mishmash? (laughs) Mishmash. a kaleidoscope of different things that are either observations or, um, I don't know, information. We're going to find out.
1: Yeah, I mean, because Katie, you always ask me, the first thing you ask me when I come back to the States every couple of years or every year is what you know, what is shocking you? What is surprising you? What did you forget about? What are you not used to? What has changed? And the one thing that I've really noticed that's changed in Rome in
0: all of my walking around is I have not seen or heard a single accordion. Not one. I haven't even seen a person holding an accordion.
1: Yeah, and I didn't realize that either. And now that you say that, I don't remember the last time I heard of an accordion either. So we're going to have to come up with a different theme. <laughs>
0: like a different theme song. <laughs> because when I was living here and we picked this accordion theme, the one that you've heard a thousand times if you you've listened to this show, it was because it was like quintessential Rome accordion. And so now, I, from what I can tell, I'll have to play a demonstration. From what I can tell, the new Sound of Rome is a three-part jazz combo.
1: <laughs> well, I I don't think that's a, that's a bad thing.
0: Should I play an example? Yeah. Let me insert an example. Now, this is just one of many jazz combos <laughs> that I have seen and heard in Rome since getting here.
1: direction I like it
0: really you don't feel nostalgic well I guess you would have heard like the
1: same songs over and over and yeah, over I mean I, it's not really Italian traditional music it's kind of this cheesy like I don't know really where it comes from it's not I think the tourists think it's it's really quaint and and picturesque. But I, I think those of us who live here are just like, oh, God, and especially when you're sitting and trying to have a dinner and someone, you know, the guy comes along and starts playing and, pass, you know, holding his cup out. And you're like, I didn't really want to hear that. So <laughs> do I have to pay? So you're a big fan of this new jazz combo. Well, I like it. I, I like the music more. It's just more my taste. And it's usually like people who I feel are, at, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to diss accordion players because... I think that it's a worthy instrument and I love Astor Piazzolla, okay? I love the uh, the Argentinian stuff. But, you know, the the, the street ones, I just think it's kind of like what they do and it's part of the the shtick. Mm -hmm. Um, But when you see someone who's actually playing jazz drums or something, I mean, like there's a certain amount of training and talent that I just think it's a higher level personally and personal taste, I just like the music better. Yeah. Uh, I mean, another thing I've noticed,
0: uh, not as much in rome although no i i stand corrected actually same in rome is a lot of people doing their own take on uh, some really famous pop songs as well mm. like they're maybe not like singing along but if they have a, a violin say or or even if they're playing a guitar they might be playing like a very familiar pop music song but they're playing it like acoustic or I, I can actually play an example of that although I recorded this in Berlin this is a man that's playing the recorder the recorder now wow. I've also never heard somebody play the recorder this beautifully which is part of the reason why I recorded him I that, don't think I've ever heard someone play the recorder who wasn't an elementary school student <laughs> exactly exactly and I will not tell you but see if you can identify what song it is that he's playing thing, though, that I will say that hasn't completely disappeared from Rome, but is probably not another thing that people would necessarily associate with Rome, the dulcimer. I finally heard a dulcimer yesterday. Oh. I, can
1: t- I'm trying to, like, figure out what a dulcimer is. Would you like me to play you an example? Yes, play me an example. Okay. <laughs>
0: dulcimer kind of sounds like a piano. Now I don't really necessarily associate the dulcimer specifically with Rome but when I lived here there was always this almost jazz combo (laughs) except they weren't a jazz combo they were focused around the dulcimer and they used to always play
1: remember that in Santamari in Trastevere. Exactly. like this big thing it's like a big thing with tiny little yes. yeah, it basically like you yeah it
0: basically looks like if you you're talking about yeah basically looks like if you you know open the top of a grand piano but that, and that was that slightly smaller and took that part out where the strings are that's what right. a dulcimer right. what it looks like so anyway th- that's some of the, what i noticed is just how much how much the music has changed mm. now i did want to play since you you live here and you know things the other night i was walking across the Ponte Sisto, which is a bridge, and a very famous bridge, and into Trastevere, and I was in that square, uh, Piazza Trulusa, right, which is right on the edge of the bridge, and there was a performer there who was just a man with a microphone who had sort of set up probably very innocently, and he was being overtaken by a very enthusiastic crowd that was singing along with whatever he was singing including a bachelor party, which is what I think made it a little bit more (laughs) intense. And everybody seemed to know this song in the crowd whenever he would get to the chorus. So I wanted to play it for you and you tell me if you actually know what this song is. Like, is this a traditional song?
1: Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I need to tell you who this is, but I don't know because it's one of those extremely famous pop uh, rock Italian singers from one of those ones with a long, super long career, like 70s, 80s, 90s. I'm trying to think of, like, an American counterpart to this guy. Um, It's one of two or three people. Like, it's either Vasco Rossi or it's it's one of those types. I don't really follow that type of music. So people listening who know Italian pop music, if it's not Vasco Rossi, they're, like, yelling at me right now. How could you not know this? Because there's, like, Ligabue is another one, and... The third one is Enaudi, Ludovico Enaudi, I think. So it's something like that. It's one of those songs that I hear all the time and people love. And I can sing along with it. I don't know the words, but I can, like, hum the melody. It's a true, true classic. Like, classic rock. Classic Italian rock, I would say. huh.
0: Yeah, so that's what's so interesting is, like, walking around, it, with the exception of that dulcimer, which, by the way, I should s- mention was being played by a very old man. <laughs> The music in the city right now feels very young, very rock and roll, very jazz, very blues heavy, um, which is interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess maybe it was just time to move on. I don't know what to tell you. Or maybe, like, the lack of tourists in the city who, like require the accordion you know what I mean like they weren't there for so long that like nobody wanted to hear that because that's for tourists so the buskers had to up their game and and, you know do something that the locals would be interested in
0: yeah maybe and they are interested like they are truly clustered around these people and sitting and watching I, I do have to report that you had a favorite accordion player that played wearing a sombrero on that
1: Mm Sisto, and she is not there anymore. I know, that's sad. I loved her. I really loved her. She was very good. She was was way, way, way better than the average accordion player in Rome. Mm -hmm. She was amazing. So that's just
0: some of the things I've been listening to.
1: Well, let me ask you if you have noticed more outdoor seating, more sidewalk seating.
0: Definitely. Definitely more aside, And I already felt like you could, Rome had a lot of outdoor seating. That
1: was so a like, ton.
0: That was, was a ton. It's great. I mean, if you were to come to Seattle, you know Seattle, you would be astounded because Seattle had no outdoor seating. And all of a sudden, there's outdoor seating everywhere, right? Obviously from COVID. But, yeah, the amount of how much it's tripled even in Rome is, is astounding. And, and because of that, actually, I'm noticing restaurants I'd never noticed before. Like yeah. maybe they were a pocket Mm-hmm. restaurant and all of a sudden they have like seven tables
1: outside and you're like oh yeah was this place always here yeah I love it and I love the fact that so many really picturesque places in Rome like Piazza di Pietra particularly where they, they just there were no they did not allow permits to sit on the in front of the restaurants there they just didn't allow it uh, now you know during COVID they started allowing it and thankfully they they haven't taken it away at it I kind of think they won't um, now you can sit in so many really really beautiful places just enjoy the scenery that, that you never got to before. And I really love that.
0: Katie, with a quick aside, I wanted to share something with you. Do you know what I've increased this summer? My giving of money to podcasters that I enjoy. I've been seeking out the shows I listen to every single week, finding them on Patreon, and committing to a monthly donation. The number one reason why is I know how much work it really is to produce a weekly show. It is real work and a real responsibility. And I want them to be paid for that hard work and the creativity they are putting out every single week. The second reason is I know how encouraging donations are. When you're working for free, a monthly donation is a vote of confidence. It is a listener saying, look, I like what you're doing and I want to keep it going. And that is a marvelous compliment to receive. And the third reason is selfish, I suppose. I don't want my favorite shows to go away. I measure my days by them. On Tuesday, I listen to this one. On Friday, I listen to that one. They are a major part of my week. They entertain me, they give me new ideas, and they make me laugh. The amount I give runs the gamut. One show gets $7 a month. Another one gets $50 a month from me but it's worth it. It is. So no, I can't afford to give to every show that I like, but I can afford to give to some of them. This week, I want to thank Teresa, Terry, John, Scott, Heather, Valerie, Ginny, and Ed. Thank you for sending us such a compliment every month. Thanks also to Melissa, who started listening to us a month ago, and we are the first podcast that she's ever supported. Thank you so much. If you value this show, there are links to donate in the show notes or find them at thebittersweetlife.net.
1: So those are some things that have changed.
0: Yes.
1: Anything that's the same but you had forgotten about it or surprised you in some way? Well, I don't know if this is the same or
0: not. In fact, I wanted to play... I've been trying to catch a recording of it, and I I have a slight example that I can play you. Um, But the seagulls, which are, you know, a very visible part of Rome, and they're very good at ripping apart garbage bags. Amazingly good at it. Um, (laughs) They sound like meowing cats sometimes.
1: Have you ever noticed that? I'm trying to think... Mm, Not really. I've never noticed it, no.
0: All right, I'm going to play you a little example of the meowing gull, which is something I don't know. I've always noticed the gulls here because, especially along the Tiber River, of course, but you wake up to the sound of seagulls as much as you wake up to the sound of other birds. But this new meowing...
1: you hear that? No,
0: yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah, that is a kind of like weird feral feline sound, I guess. I wouldn't have noticed. I wouldn't have, but I don't have cats. So that may be why, because you do have cats.
0: I first noticed it actually on the Italian Riviera. They sounded so much like cats there that we actually thought it was a cat at -hmm. first because we were just like, wow. Because our whole trip in Italy has been quite quiet until we got to the coast until we got to the Riviera all of a sudden it was like super loud again and of course Rome is super super loud and we heard these this loud meowing and I'm like gosh even the cats here are loud and then I <laughs> looked over and I'm like oh my gosh it's a seagull that's making that sound how weird but I have that's the only recording I've caught of it so far very in the distance so hopefully you can actually hear that
1: do you find that there are more parrots here than you were when you were here last time because I feel like there are so many more than there used to be
0: I have not seen more, but I certainly hear them a lot. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, is it more? It does seem like it's more, but I'm also staying where my Airbnb is. is like a little less tristebre urban. It's a little closer to more trees. So I'm hearing them more, but I don't know if I would say that it seems like distinctly more. I'm not seeing them flying around. Uh-huh. So Okay. Yeah. You, if you
1: hung out here, you'd see them. We see them every day yeah. out here on our balcony. Which is fun. It's fun to see, even though they're invasive species. Yes. Yes, I like them, and he used to go to a a summer camp a nest of them, and used to bring home these long, gorgeous green feathers. Oh, that's so sweet. I love <laughs> that. Well, to end, uh,
0: we have to um, go soon, and is not feeling very good. So, But I don't want to disappoint us completely and not hear any accordion music. And I did happen to record some accordion music, accordion pop music, but of course I recorded it in Prague. Uh, I did also record some jazz in Prague, so that's happening there as well, but um, the only accordion I've heard
1: so far on this trip... In Prague. In Prague. Wow. That is, I have to, now I'm going to keep my ears open for it, especially in the evening, like walking around, having dinner, if there are any, because I hadn't I, I noticed until you said so.
0: I know. Now you got to report back. I will. Let me know. All right. And we'll leave it there. And until next time, this is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell. I'm Tiffany Parks. Join us again. Bye. <laughs>